You're listening to Five Things with Lisa Birnbach. When I think about the summer, I do think about corn on the cob. That's just the way I'm wired. And I think about every form of corn, which I love. I think about grilled corn. I think my favorite. I think about the sort of street corn, the Mexican street corn that's everywhere with cheese. And I think paprika, you may call it paprika. Don't mock me. I've been mocked for that before and I'm sick of it. I love corn and I really think back to when I had braces and couldn't eat corn because it would get stuck in all the wires and the rubber bands. And I think about being perpetually mortified as a teenager, as if being a teenager isn't hard enough. So now that my teeth are more or less straight, they're now starting to shift. (laughs) I'm going to need braces again. But number one great thing this summer, fresh corn. Number two, a good book. The summer is a time when we have the luxury of time to read. Actually, that's important to do all year long, not just the summer. I'm reading A Sport and a Pastime by James Salter. I have never read James Salter before. I've owned this book for a while, have always meant to read it. Now I'm in it. It's a hundred and about 85 pages. It is thin, thin, thin. It is so beautifully written and so moodily written. I feel that I'm in France with the narrator and um, Dean and Emery, and it's very sexy and it's very quiet. And what I'm doing, because I'm taking such pleasure in this book, is I'm putting it down way more frequently than I ought to, but I don't want the book to end. I know everybody feels that way about a book they love. Tell me if you've read A Sport in a Pastime. Tell me if you've read James Salter. Tell me what book it is that you just couldn't bear to finish. Number three, I had my hair fixed. I do feel so much better when my hair isn't looking terrible. In the humid summer, it's hard to get your hair to look sleek and good. I had my hair, I call it fixed yesterday. Maybe the color was fixed a little bit. And when I go to the salon, I feel like a a housewife from the 1950s. Where's my apron? Where are my pearls, my heels? Where, importantly, is the slip under my skirt? I don't know, but I do feel like one of those ladies with a hairdo when I leave. I feel good. I feel better. It makes me feel better. Number four. Last weekend, friends of ours took us to, quote, a blue door on Canal Street in Chinatown. They actually gave us the number on the street and said we should meet them there before 7 p.m. And the hint was that there was a magic show. I mean, we knew there was something to do with magic going. So we had to go to a blue door on Canal Street. It was like buying something illegally. I don't know. It felt kind of subversive. And there we were. And we actually showed up on time, which is rare for me. We're ushered into uh, a parlor, a very dark and moody parlor with a Victorian birdcage with a dead stuffed bird and, you know, lots of things to set the mood of, ooh. This was a magic show for 16 people. The intimacy was as good as the magic. 
16 strangers who who walked from room to room in an immersive setting to watch a magician who is about 12 inches from our faces do tricks so close to us, and yet we still couldn't see how he managed to do things. I recommend it so much, not only because the magic is fun, because magic is fun, um, but because of the specificness of it, because it's like having a secret. By the way, no one's allowed to see the show twice because they keep a record of who's seen it. The show is called Six Impossible Things. It is going to be performed in New York at least through November. And it's a reminder of the magic in the city, of the fact that you can go to a tiny unmarked doorway and see something spectacular. You can find that restaurant that no one knows the name of, but they have great noodles. You can you can find the little shop in the West Village that's six foot square, but seems to have everything you've ever needed. That's a cool thing. Number five, speaking of magic, what about that Robert S. Mueller with his indictments? That's pretty magical. I think that of all the people on the earth that I did not give birth to, Robert Mueller is the person in whom I've placed my most precious hopes. So hope you have a great weekend, sir, and all the rest of you too. Bye-bye. That was Five Things with Lisa Bernbach. New episodes every Friday, if she remembers.